0: After passing through the dark night of the soul that we have discussed, the soul reaches this state of perfection, which is the transforming union. Now you have to remember this is the result of having spent probably a long time in the dark night of the soul, where the soul is remaining faithful and growing in faith and hope and love, even while it does not feel the consolation of those things. In other words, it keeps moving towards God even though it doesn't feel like there's anything in it for itself. And that's the way the soul is stripped of its own selfish love and learns to love completely as God does. And so the dark night of the soul then leads to what? The transforming summit or the transforming union of the spiritual life that both Teresa of Avila and John of the Cross and other uh, Christian mystics will, will talk about. And this is a union of likeness to God, a likeness of love. So our love looks so much like his and is so much like his that it joins us together and fuses us together in this very close way. And of course, this leads to an immense delight and joy in God. And along with that, this experience, this awareness of the Trinity, the indwelling Trinity in our souls. And this is a key feature of this union. Now, there's also this kind of uh, co-action with God. Uh, what does that mean? Well, St. Paul in Romans 8 says, those who, are led, uh, those who are sons of God are led by the Spirit of God. And so in the transforming union, because we've been divested of ourselves and just desire to love God perfectly, the Holy Spirit is able to move us to do uh, whatever it is that he wants us to do. So there's this end of even sort of the first movements towards sin. And the Holy Spirit is able to simply guide us where He wishes us to go, to do and to say what what it is that He wants. So these the, the experience of imperfections ends. And so the state of, of transformation is Uh, as John would describe it, as a kind of mystical marriage. And it's interesting that in scripture, Christ's union with the church is described often in terms of marriage, and that's the symbol on the cross where blood and water pour out of Jesus's side, uh, symbolizing the beginning of, of the church, just like from Adam's sleeping side came Eve, his bride. And so the individual soul can experience this in this perfect union of love, this kind of sort of marriage to to Christ in love. And the other biblical analogy that I think is important here is that of the Hebrews after being freed from slavery in Egypt. So they're out of the land of sin and paganism, they're out of the land of slavery, and yet they still fall. And so what happens is they need to wander through the desert for 40 years, and it's this time of suffering. I mean, it's a desert, it's not pleasant. And so they're being wandering around, led by God, fed with this manna from heaven. And finally, where do they end up? The promised land. And that story of the Hebrew people in the Old Testament is also the story of the soul in God.